ceaseless All these precious moments Careful, time will fly Keep this perfect picture of us These good things come once in a while People, all that you can count on Good people, just with your life I want you like you want me I'm hoping, open. let me come inside You don't know, you don't know My name is Richard Villegas, and today we have some good old indie pop for you all. So we're right now listening to the song Buddies. This is by the uh, U.S. Ecuadorian band Legs, um, multi-based, <laughs> uh, pretty all over the place, but there's a lot to dig in about this band. So uh, when we come back from the break, we are going to uh, dive in a little bit deeper into Legs. Thank you. 
Alrighty, and we're back. And today I am joined by two of the five members of the band Legs. I'm joined by Juan Miguel Marín. Juan Miguel, mucho gusto. Richard, es un placer. No, I don't know why I'm so formal. I, I love being in your presence. I miss you dearly here in New York. Uh, and um, it's an honor to be here. And it's an honor to have you. And I'm also joined by Charlie. I don't know your last name. Larson. Charlie Larson, uh, also of Legs, also based in New York, even though you guys are based all over. How are you doing, Charlie? I'm doing great. Thank you. Um, and thank you so much for taking... Uh, some time on a random Monday to <laughs> sit here with uh, my ridiculous ass and just talk about some some musica. Um, so let's start a little bit with um, talking about legs. So who slash what is legs? Legs is a five-piece band that came together in Brooklyn. There are two sets of brothers and one brother are at heart. Uh, it's Tito Ramsey, mm-hmm. Jack Ramsey. Germán Marín, Juan Miguel Marín, which is me, and Charles Larson. Awesome. Uh, Tito and I met uh, at a, by chance, really, at a 4th of July thing in Brooklyn and had a good conversation about music. And we were both, I think, ready to jump into a project. And that conversation led to, hey, my brother lives in New York. He plays a different instrument. My friend Charlie is also living in Brooklyn. Let's get together and see if we... If there's chemistry, and I think like from day one, I believe, I still remember that first jam that it was just so natural. You know, when you're in, in, your, in your 30s, when you're starting a band in your 30s, it's kind <laughs> of like dating. You're like, ah, I don't know. It, if, I think the flow is just like supernatural. You know, I don't know. Two sets of brothers. It, it always helps. Yeah. Or usually. I mean, I after James Murphy did it, you know, I feel like we all can do it. <laughs> like I've, I've often considered starting a band just like, I don't know that I can sing, but I'm charismatic. I feel like I can, I can, I can front a band. Yeah, I can see that. You know, and I'm like, that. I'm over 30 now. Eh, James Murphy did it. Should be fine. You're you know, fine. and I'm cooler than James. Not Murphy, all of I us like were there, but like, I think uh, a few of us were like, right, right up there in our thirties. Yeah. And after a few projects, you start getting like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like dating, basically. I is think. this going to work? Yeah, this is going to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was always under the impression that um, that Legs started in, in Seattle because, like, I know the, the, the other set of brothers are mm-hmm. from Seattle, or at least they live out there. And then I know Elia, who is a mutual friend, uh, shout out Ignacio, yeah. and I know that he lived in, in Seattle for many years. So I just assumed that the other two Ecuadorians in this band were also out in Seattle. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, Legs, I get it, cool. Um, but I'm so, it's so interesting that I'm complete, I was completely wrong on that, that yeah. you were all like out here in New York at the same time. We, this, uh, 4th of July, July, uh, party I mentioned was in Williamsburg. So that's amazing. Yeah, the band formed here in, in Brooklyn. Um, so Charlie, I don't actually know you very well. Today's the day that we've just met. Um, and, but I know that you're the guitarist in legs or one of the guitarists. Are there multiple the guitarists? guitarists? No. Huh? Oh, no, the, the guitarist. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so I, you know, again, I know a little bit of, about Juan and a little bit of his history, but I wanted to, and we and we will get into that, but I wanted to talk a little bit about you, um, and sort of like your own musical history prior to legs, if I may. Totally. Uh, I grew up in Washington state with Tito actually grew up in the same small town. Um, so everyone out there is a musician and what town? Uh, originally Paulsville, Washington. Okay. Then I moved to Seattle when okay, I was cool. 18. And everyone I knew played in a band. And so you're just kind of like, yeah. what did you want to do when you're 18? Move out to the city and join a band. So that's what I did. Played a band called Delure for a long time, which mm-hmm. was like a indie pop band, kind of a Beach Boys indie thing. Really fun. Then I played in uh, another band, The Kindest Kind, with uh, Buddy Nick. 
and we, um, yeah, it was great. But there's something just not triggering right with me. So then I moved out to New York. Okay. 2010. With the objective of pursuing music? It's just, or just, it's just like a change of pace? It's just what I do anyways. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do it wherever I go. So Same. might as well try it somewhere else. Yeah, so I did that. And then um, Tito moved out shortly thereafter. And then I was like, dude, buddy, you're moving out here? We got to put music together. Yeah. So and then it was an instant click of, yeah, when, when and where do you want me to meet? And it was that meeting where I was like, hey, come meet this guy, Juan. That's amazing. He wants to start a band. Yeah, I mean, I think most people associate... Um, uh, obviously, like Washington State with like Nirvana and the whole grunge explosion. Totally. Um, but like, I, I read Carrie Brownstein's uh, autobiography, uh, "Hunger Makes Me a Modern mm-hmm. Girl," which was fabulous. And like, you really like, I feel like that was the actual sort of like eye opener about Washington State, like how Olympia was really sort of. I think Olympia is a city, right? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really like where shit actually went down before Seattle was like, whoa, you know. Totally. Um, so like, I, I it definitely played. Uh, a pretty cool uh, basement show a in Olympia. A DIY basement yeah. show in Olympia, Washington. That's totally awesome. how that works. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I was curious, is there some sort of like um, anxiety, sort of like, does the, does the legacy haunt you in a way? Like a, a being from, from Washington State, you're like, shoes to fill, if anything. No, I just feel like it, I was like, there's so many wonderful, talented people that came out of that area. You just, yeah. just feel a respect for it. You're kind of humble and super ready for anything because just kind of this is the way you are like I said everyone played music everyone was in a band so it's just kind of like shoes it, to fill it's know? more homey it's like it's like, yeah, a, it's totally. like a sweater totally <laughs> you <know>? exactly <laughs> it's just welcoming um, that's amazing well that's really fucking cool uh, and again we have a whole playlist and a whole you know chat ahead with you guys um, we're going to talk a lot more about legs and about your you know work in the US and outside which is really cool that you kind of get to step in and out um, but first, I want to talk about this uh, song that we just played, which is Buddies, which is the latest single from Legs at, at, at time of recording. It's maybe about a month old. Yep. Um, and um, yeah, what can you tell me about this song and about sort of like where Legs is at today? I think you should start, Charlie, that Buddies is uh, a demo that you brought to the table. Yeah, I don't so. know. I can't remember how it all came to be, but I just was really into the idea of a linear form of music and just kind of something that starts at A and goes to B and just kind of goes up at an angle. That's kind of what just kind of an experiment. And then I threw it together and gave it to the boys and they're like, this is actually pretty cool. We can jam on this. That's awesome. Yeah, totally. It, yeah, like Lex process is fairly democratic and super collaborative. So uh, in this case, Charlie, you know, brings an idea. Everyone sort of like brings their own, um, part to it and usually you know we break it into a million pieces and and piece it back together but um i think in this case there's a lot from your demo charlie that it's basically there yeah um uh it's it's grown i think the more also we 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 play it live we we realize that the the song can have a slightly um Slightly different energy mm-hmm. live, like it, it, in in the best way possible. Like it, it just turns into um, a very energetic. At least you know the last section of the song, which is kind of under recording, like a, a dancier yeah. um, section live. It just it, it just comes out. Um, we we played in Quito last week, and I definitely remember almost like with the corner of my eye yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like catching the the crowd in that section it's like it 
feels like super alive. Um, and we did a video for it, which was kind of capturing Tito's last ride around Brooklyn before he moved back to Seattle. Oh, that's uh, kind of sad. Yeah, which, which brought <laughs> really like a very nostalgic <laughs> yeah, totally. vibe to the track. You know, it was also a rainy night, which we didn't really plan, but um, it seems like as if we'd have, we would have like planned all these elements, but yeah. it wasn't like that at all. It was kind of the idea of leaving your buddies. You know, and like the, the new phase of the band, sure. really, in a, in a way, like Buddies, the Buddies video um, symbolically means the band is entering into a new phase, mm. which is working remotely from different cities. That's amazing. Um, but it, I don't know. I feel like it. It every, everything uh, came together, so so the video feels exactly um or shows the moment of the band in a weird way like we would have not been able to plan for a rainy night yeah for Tito leaving town so yeah the rain know. really kind of added to the to the general yeah, totally. ambience you know what sure. i mean it's like we're, we're not there in terms of production it's like oh we need rain <laughs> it's like here just just somebody use a flashlight yeah, and then we'll yeah. just use a hose and it'll be it'll be fine it'll be cute um well cool um yeah. so we're gonna move on uh, to some music and then we're gonna touch we circle back to a lot of things after um but up next we have a track by brazilian girls which you brazilian said is like girls. a big influence for it is for, for me you. Yeah. yeah and i think for my brother too uh definitely one of those bands that i came to love um they came together at this amazing small venue in the in Alphabet City here in New York called mm. Nublu, which has a lot of like world music. And I remember before even moving to New York, I went to Nublu a couple of times. And one of those places where you walked in and maybe David Byrne was in the audience or yeah, yeah. Moby was in the audience. That sounds about like, right, yeah. You know what I mean? One of those yeah. like, music places for musicians. Yeah. Um, and the very first time I stepped in, the it was really packed. It's also like a very small place uh, with no sign outside, but uh, it used to be uh, just a blue light bulb, really. Mm-hmm. I think they've moved to a different location now, which yeah. feels more like a music venue, but the original New Blue, it's... You know, one of those like hauling the walls with a blue light outside. There was and you a, have the, to the know. shitty, dirty one, yeah. and now there's like yeah. this one is kind of fancy. Like yeah. I actually, it's feel nice. Weird I'm happy for them. Like yeah. they they've put out so so much great music and 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 bands there. Uh, but I remember remember stepping into this place, and it just like had an amazing like dance energy to it. But it was so packed that it took me solid half an hour to get to the point where I realized that it was a band playing. It sounded like there was a DJ playing. Um, Later, I learned that it was Brazilian Girls, um, which is a band that I love. Yeah. Uh, And I feel like I somehow want to channel their energy into my playing or into, you know, Legs vibe. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Well, what a great intro. So we're about to listen to Don't Stop. This is by Brazilian Girls, and we'll be right back with more Legs. Keep 
Alrighty, and the second song we just heard there is by, uh, I don't know if this is a band or an artist, but it's Evan's Pyramid, and the song is called Never Gonna Leave You, um, and I know that you guys recently kind of did a cover of this, and like, you're kind of really feeling this song right now, um, so what can you tell me about the song? Currently in love. Currently in love. Well, when we were recording Buddies, um, the studio we were recording with, we were like in a break, and one of the other producers in the room next to us came by, and was like, you guys ever heard of Aaron, Evan's Pyramid? And I was like, no. And he's like, check him out. It kind of sounds like you guys. And I was like, all right, sweet. Checked him out and just, you know, head exploded. I was like, what the hell is this? This is amazing. And then just been told by numerous people, like, you guys got to cover one of those songs. And so Never, uh, Never Gonna Leave You is one that, like, has really stood out to you guys? Seems to fit. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it feels very natural. And we played it in Quito last week. And yeah. it, you know, like... It just worked, you know. We it, honestly, it's the. I don't know if you uh, noticed this, but it's the very first cover we've played. Mm-hmm. We've never really covered a song, not even in rehearsals, for fun. That's interesting. Which is very weird. Because I feel um, like that's how most bands sort of yeah. like start getting what like what the flow of it totally. of things are going to be. Like, and let's do a, a cover, and not necessarily put it out. You know, yeah, just to see how how things. Some reason, thought. like it's yeah, we waited been... six years. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> Not a, not a day too soon. Um, that's cool. But what, we, what were you doing down in Quito last week? Uh, we, again, at time of recording. We played uh, a, an award ceremony for... A design award. Design advertising ceremony awards. Okay. Uh, Lux Awards. They um, had us play their, their after party, which was, which was a lot of fun. A great event in the outskirts of Quito. Um, Instagram looked crazy. That party looked awesome. Yeah, one of those. <laughs> I mean, it, it like it was it was a big crowd. It was a huge crowd. I would say like there was at least like four to five hundred people on that uh, rooftop. Uh, it was a rooftop. It was a rooftop, but it was it had like a tent or something on yeah, top. Yeah, one of those like oh shit, good good setups, uh, open bar. It looked like a festival gig yeah. of, of sorts. Like I mean, not like n- not Coachella exactly, but it but it, it looked like it was a big old yeah, big almost stage. like a rave. It looked like a rave where where there was it a band playing. It, it, it went to that hour. Yeah. 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 Oh wow. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, that's South America for you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, we 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 went there. Unfortunately, we couldn't play more shows we wanted to we were trying to to play some more shows there's there was a lot of people that noticed that we were there and and were asking and you know we we felt bad because we couldn't really secure that second or third show but it was also like a fast turnaround so i understand yeah why but we'll we'll be back soon well and you've already been to uh ecuador i think you said five times as a band i believe this was our fifth trip that's, that's yes. crazy yeah now i know juan you and your brother hernan I think herman herman oh. yeah um have been at, uh well you're both from ecuador from yes. quito i believe yeah Born in Quito, and we grew up in Puerto Viejo, which is a small town in the coast of Ecuador that has a very rich um, music scene, culture, uh, although at the time when we grew up there, there was like really no like formal training sure. possible at all. Uh, so, But there's a, a, I feel like in every household, there's a guy who plays guitar. Kind yeah. of thing. One of those towns. Very Puerto folk, Viejo Rock City. In a way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, distortion. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like a lot of classic <laughs> rock in Puerto Viejo. Um, that sounds about right. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I remember our time there in Puerto Viejo. It was so basic. Uh, nothing open uh, past 10 p.m. So if you wanted to get food, you actually go to El Mercado to get food because it was the only thing open. At the time, 
there wasn't even like a club or anything like that. So people would go to shows. You know, there were like house shows type of thing. And I remember being like 13 years old and playing for 500 people that paid a ticket to come see this 13-year-old band kind of thing. Um, So part limitations of the town, part that was just like the vibe at the time. Well, something something that I've come to learn throughout the course of this podcast actually is that, you know, Ecuador has like a very vibrant, very uh, vibrant scene, indie scene. Yeah. And, and I actually wanted to go to you, Charlie, because like, um, it's really, it's, it's kind of interesting. I, I'm, I'm curious about like the, the rest of the band's experience as sort of like Americans, you know, yeah. but going to play, uh, in Ecuador, which again is a small kind of like city, country that you wouldn't necessarily think of as like a, like, yeah, this is where I'm going to go play, you know? Totally. Um, and so like, I, I, I was curious sort of like when, when it was like proposed to you, like, yeah, let's go play Ecuador. It was just like. I mean, how, was, how did that process? It was super exciting. I mean, it was exactly what you mean, where you don't know, I didn't know anything about the music scene there. Right. Anyone, any band, I couldn't name it, but all it takes is seeing one performance and you're like, holy shit, these guys are great. Yeah. I mean, La Maquina, that was exactly yeah. how I felt. Yeah. I really felt crazy when I remember when we did that big show with the theater with all the accompaniment musicians. Teatro Capitol. Yeah, we did this one tour where... Um, we played at Teatro Capitol in Quito, and through our set, we had a guest on almost every song. That yeah. that night, you know, we were joined by Paula Navarrete, mm. um, Raul Molina, Raul Molina, who who plays drums from for Paula, but he also has a, a jazz the roots project. Um, we also were joined by Mauro from Dapon and Tripulación de Osos, uh, Mateo Teran, who's uh, Nuevo Bravo It's his new project I've I definitely heard of Nuevo yeah. Bravo I've written about them recently yeah. Actually, yeah And who else joined us that night? This is when you just went to Quito recently? No, this was, this was like our last big tour there Oh, uh, I see, I see Almost two years ago We did this show where we had a guest from the scene In just about every leg song Oh, that's amazing Yeah That's that amazing awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Even, even though we uh, With some of them It was our first time meeting, you know, they came for rehearsals and yeah. stuff, but we didn't have a, a prior uh, relationship. Uh, and now we do. Yeah. I wanted to ask you because, um, obviously, and this is, <laughs> this is maybe something that I criticize like local fans for, uh, in Latin America, you know, like there's this, there's this idea where like your friend is in a band and a really good band and no, ain't nobody about to show up for that band. And then somebody comes from out of the country and they're like, we'll spend their life savings to go see this band. And so I'm curious for you as you know, a mix of like both like local Ecuadorians plus like, you know, just foreigners. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think it has either benefited or hindered uh, legs playing in Ecuador? Like, the, I mean, is there a certain cachet that comes with you guys like being like, yeah, you know, from the U.S.? Um, does, does do more people show up, do you think, because of that or? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think, of, well, the way we got into Ecuador was kind of. Not accidental, but maybe because. Uh, actually, I, I should. I should. Um, this is not an attempt to call anybody out or anything. No, I'm, no, I'm no. really just curious. No, I but I, I think it's important that I mention Miguel Lord, uh, which was a big part of Radio Cocoa for, for oh, a good yeah. amount of time, but he's doing something else now. But Miguel, I think it's one of those first people that started playing legs at Radio Cocoa and kind of like putting it out there. And if I'm not. 
wrong, he might have started playing legs before knowing there were two Ecuadorians in the band. Oh, really? That's yeah. awesome. I think that's how it happened. So slowly, you know, we started uh, introducing the band uh, in, in, in the Ecuadorian indie scene. I think there was a degree of... Um, like, I feel like there's a sort of, like, an exotic yeah. air, you know, obviously, like... A, yeah, I mean, any... th- those guys travel from Brooklyn to get to come to play exactly. here. I think there's, you know, a degree of interest and excitement around that. But at, at the same time, I don't, I, I don't think there's ever... Like, we never go there feeling like we're better because we're coming from Brooklyn at all. Right. Like, on the other hand, like, we go there and we're, like, we love to collaborate with, like, so many bands and artists that are just killing there. I you wonder I mean? if it's more like, like, you know, like prodigal sons returning. Like, I feel like when Elia goes I back think to a little bit of that. Like, yeah. Like Especially Elia, in Puerto Viejo, you know, yeah, like Elia yeah. who's a good, fr- a mutual friend of ours. Like when he went back recently, like for a few months yeah. to some work or whatever, but he played a ton of shows in like a month. He played like eight shows, you yeah. know, and like he, he gets this wild reception. And so I, 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 get, I imagine maybe it's something similar like that. Like, they're like, Oh shit, they're coming home. You know, I find it even just, just amazing and humbling that you on the opposite side of the spectrum, I'm going to a foreign country that right. likes my music and embraces who I am and likes my creative energy. It's awesome. So it's every time I go, it's exciting to meet all these new musicians yeah. and new, new people that come to the shows. And I'm amazed by just the players that I meet out in Ecuador. It's incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and a lot of these indie musicians can be standoffish. So it's, so it's very cool that like you've been embraced and like people, people are, are very, yeah, like, I like your show. I like this song, specifically this part, where it's, usually it's like, arms on chest, great show. Yeah, that's... Yeah, and it's great to see people, you know, learning, especially for our stuff that maybe, uh, f- you know, falls uh, into the, the dance world, like, mm. to realize that people also take their time to learn lyrics. It's sure. something that definitely happens there. I think the big, the big sort of like mind exploding moment is like when you so, sort of see people singing your lyrics back to you. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Definitely. Just that's like, special. Yeah. Or correcting because they ah. are right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, cool. Well, um, let's, let's move on to some more musica. Um, so speaking of, of collaboration, uh, you mentioned uh, that Paula Navarrete came to like your show recently and that, you know, you might have talked about some stuff. We don't know. I don't know if I need to keep that off the record. I know, no, no, I know no. nothing it, has it, happened. He, she didn't come to our show because she was actually heading to Bogota to play Hermoso oh. Ruido. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I really wanted to go to that. Cafe, but right? she has this amazing rehearsal room facility in yes. Quito, um, Colectivo Oruga, if I'm not wrong. And we had to rehearse and, uh, for a couple of days in Quito. And, and you know, she facilitated, facilitated uh, that for us. And we got to talk and we, we kind of hinted that we'll, we'll love to collaborate with yeah. her. Hopefully is mutual. Yeah. Paula, what do you think? <laughs> nah, she's great. She's so amazing. And her, her band is incredible, too. That's awesome. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I've definitely been hearing a lot of buzz um, about her online. Actually, yeah. through Radio Cocoa that you mentioned before. And by the way, word to the wise listeners out there, if you really want to have a good sense of what's happening in, in Ecuadorian indie right now, I highly recommend Radio Cocoa. Definitely. Uh, it's, it's an online radio show, but it also actually uh, is released as a podcast with interviews with music by these artists. Fantastic, really informative. I highly recommend it. Yeah, Paula's last latest record is Verde Fugaz, mm-hmm. and it's such a solid uh, production and, and, and beautiful record, beautiful videos. Um, 
Yeah, we're big fans, so we'll be nice. Fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I hope, I mean, for the sake of my ears, I really hope it works out. (laughs) Um, I mean, again, like, not blowing anybody's spot. I'm just saying, you know, (laughs) musicians talk, so that's why I'm asking. Um, Anyway, okay, so we're going to listen to Paula Navarrete now. We have a song called A Lo Que Vinimos. Um, This is off her latest album, Verde Fugas, and we'll be right back with more legs. Come as 
right. And the second song uh, we just heard there is by a friend of the show, Elia. And this track is called Libertad, Cultura, Fe. This is off his album Futuro Mano, which came out, I think, in 2016. Um, and, I, and again, I mentioned earlier Soundtrack, that yeah. Elia Ignacio Izquierdo is a, is a good friend, a mutual friend of ours. You probably know him, Absolutely. too, is right, Charlie? Yeah, Charlie? yeah like, um, have you guys played with him? Have you worked with Elia? He, I, I, Ignacio actually joined us at a very special show at the clubhouse in Indianola, which is <laughs> the hometown of the Ram- Ramsey brothers. Um, oh, really? Across oh, from that's Seattle. right, because he yeah. used to live up there. Yeah, 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 yeah. of course. He he did his set and then joined us. I think for Jungle, he he joined us for Jungle, which was a, a very cool cool moment that's to amazing. finally make that happen because it was maybe our third or fourth trip to. Seattle or the Pacific Northwest, and we uh, we had always talked about you know making it work. Uh, so it it did in Indianola. It was great. That's awesome. Yeah. So I uh, I was a little curious about sort of like what has been because obviously like I think we understand that there's a pretty solid reception for legs in Ecuador, and I was curious about sort sort of like what your status is in the U.S. Like you know where do you consider home considering that you know your brother is in uh, herman is in in lima and then the other set of brothers is in seattle and then you guys are here in brooklyn so like what is home for legs the internet Mm. or hearts hearts. (laughs) um i mean it's it's hard to say seattle and brooklyn right now yeah Yeah. everyone's in lima but yeah but as far as like home for the band i feel like for at the beginning of the of the band like brooklyn felt like strong and 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 it was growing yeah but at the same time every time we went to the pacific northwest and played either festivals or shows in seattle we used to do uh chop suey often which is a a music venue in seattle oh i was gonna Uh, say i was like the song by (laughs) system of a down (laughs) um wow (laughs) TBT <laughs> added to the playlist last minute. Fuck it. It it slowly. I felt like Seattle or the Pacific Northwest like started to overcome what I felt about Brooklyn as as far as being like the home for the band. Right. You know, like the every time there was more people coming to the shows. Not to say that people weren't coming to shows in New York, but New York has a different dynamic for a band our our level. Mm. Uh, you know, we can't play uh, shows too often here. Um, there's sense. a degree of, you know, prepping so you can bring like over 100 people to a show, yeah. which is great for New York, you know, for a band like, like us. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I remember... Last time we played in Seattle, there was, a, a, I believe, a little over 300 people there, which you know, feels like a yeah, really energetic show. And, and, and I think the numbers in Ecuador are roughly the same for, for, for a legs show. So, I don't know. We're split between territories. What are some, like, hot venues right now? I mean, hot as hot as going to get, but... Um, in um, in like the Pacific Northwest, what are some places like when whenever you you you're in that area, like maybe you want to play or if you want to go see a show, where could people go? Because I am curious, I've never been out there. It's a tough time right now out there. I mean, that city's had a lot of change. I haven't lived out there since 2010, mm-hmm. but um, in Seattle particularly, right? Seattle yeah. particularly is Olympia still a thing, or Olympia's is it is it much smaller now? Oh just, wow, yeah, 
Olympia will always be a thing. Okay, cool. Olympia vibe is. We love this venue called the the venue, a very special music place called the Goat, but we can't reveal the location. (laughs) It's like Fight Club, kind Kind of. of. (laughs) It's friendlier for sure. We did play. We did play a really great venue in Spokane, Washington. Yeah, the Bar the Bartlett. Bartlett. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's a solid venue between. Seattle and I don't know if you're like ever near. Is it, is it's it, not near Seattle at all. No, not not, not, <laughs> not it's not near Seattle. But if you're like coming from, so you're on the road and that you're area. coming from Idaho and you're right. going you into Seattle. If you're playing a, a show in Idaho and you, then your next show is either Seattle or Port, or Portland, Spokane uh-huh. is a college town right in the area that has this. Great venue called Barlet. What about in Seattle? What's 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 good to play out there? It's it just unfortunately it's changing now. There's a lot of new money coming in and taking landmark theaters out, which is kind of sad. Showbox Market is gone. I heard, which is one of the major old players of I don't know how many people it was, twelve hundred people mm-hmm. maybe, but everyone played there. There's a lot of old theaters, um, new theaters too that are really cool. Columbia City is a new area in Seattle. Okay. That's, more up and coming that has the Columbia City Theater is awesome. That place is really fun. Um, Tito told me about a new venue I thought in Beacon Hill, but I didn't know what that was. Hmm. What the about classics? Classics. I mean, the Crocodile has always been a classic. It's been there okay. forever down on First Avenue in Belltown. That place has been there forever. Um, Chop Suey has changed names a few times, but that used to be the break room, Chop Suey. That's awesome. New Mo's is always good. New okay. Mo's is kind of a bigger venue up on Capitol Hill. What about down oh. in Portland? Is there a, any particular spot that you guys like? I, I mean, I'm also kind of scouting locations for future travels. Yeah. So. <laughs> Mississippi Gosh. Studios is always good. Okay. Some little smaller, but still intimate and awesome. I mean, Hol- I did. Holocene is a venue in okay. Portland that looked really cool. We were uh, almost, we almost play there. Um, and there were, uh, Valentine's, it's a very tiny place <laughs> that, awesome. that we played in downtown Portland, but it was a great night. I mean, like a tiny hundred room, a hundred yeah. person room is like, it's kind of great because like if it's packed it's and great. people are yeah. having a great time, like the energy like will, can rival Madison's. That, yeah, really. that was Valentine's yeah. for oh, us sweet. in Portland. Yeah. Maybe more like 50 yeah. people, but yeah, yeah it was totally awesome. tiny, <laughs> tiny room. Um, but yeah. great, great energy. That's how you do it, paying yeah. the indie dudes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what about down in Ecuador? Like, what is it more like event or party based, or are there like it's, actual venues that, that you kind of? I think frequent? it's uh, it's definitely more uh, event and, and party um, vibe. But there and some great festivals. Uh, El Carapaso was a mm-hmm. festival that I'm not sure if they're continuing it, but did great things for the scene. Um, at the same time, there are a few venues uh, popping up. Um, Ananke, it's like a small small place that uh, we just went to a show in in Wapulo. So it's also like a cool uh, cool scene. Um, there's this place, Espacio La Ideal, which is sort of like a beautiful space to put together a show. But I don't think it has a a day to day lineup of acts. It's more like where you put together uh, a, a show. Um, as far as venues, there's a couple of things. El, El Museo del Rock, which is, I've heard is a, a, new, cool. a new good venue. Well, um, is it weird? Like, because I know that uh, Ecuador is sort of like segmented also like by scenes. Like, I feel like Cuenca yeah. is very rock oriented. Uh, Guayaquil is sort of more tropical. So there's a lot more hip hop or dance stuff. Yeah. And then Quito is kind of like all over the Guayaquil place. Guayaquil definitely lost a very important place called Fediscos. Oh. Um, that I should send send you some information because it was... 
the closest thing that Ecuador had to Sun Studios, you know, uh, a place where at one point was a recording studio, uh, uh, vinyl replication facility, uh, music store, um, where Julio Jaramillo recorded a lot of uh, wow. his songs. Um, one of the Pancho Ferrot, uh, he's, he's in the family and has uh, a wonderful project called uh, Abacuc. He was uh, running shows and just hosted so many shows in the last uh, three, four years at Fediscos. And we were able to play uh, a couple of times there with this amazing Tigers, uh, Tiger paintings. <laughs> That's still Nick's cool. Was, no, it's, it's uh, one of the hottest shows I've yeah, ever played in my life. The hottest, potentially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember taking some photos. Uh, with, with some like hottest as in cool or like genuinely like you were sweating both. like they both. Call it, yeah. both both <laughs> when everyone's like, dripping from sweat from dancing it's pretty hot oh that's yeah. but that's yeah, fucking yeah. dope that was incredible though. that's amazing incredible. Yeah. so we, we were lucky to to have gone through Fediscos and it's unfortunate that that, that, it, that it's gone yeah, yeah. Um, it should have been a patrimonio mm. para el Ecuador. I hear but, that you know one of those well, let's move on because we still have playlists. Um, and actually, I'll go to Charlie on this one because, like, up next we have La Máquina Camaleón. And, like, you've already cited them, I think, like, twice as, like, sort of, like, this big sort of... Um, I, I think you guys toured together. I think you're the def- you're the one that suggested them for the playlist. Mm-hmm. So what can you tell us about Máquina Camaleón? We've played with them a couple of times. We've gone back to Ecuador, and every single time they just blow me away. Their live show is insane. What do they, what do <laughs> they play? I mean, it's just... It's danceable, but, like, still... The stuff I love sounds like 60s psych, but still dancey and just yelling and screaming, <laughs> climbing up... Climbing up the rails of the, sh- the show and throwing animals out. It's... <laughs> I mean, they're just the rhythm section is incredible. Guitar players, Mateo, he's fucking shreds. That's awesome. You oh guys toured God. together, I think you said? We did, yeah. yeah. No? The very first tour we did in Ecuador, uh, they joined us uh, in Puerto Viejo, in Quito, and I don't know if we did Cuenca together, but Quito and Puerto Viejo for sure. And it, Descanso. That might have, El Descanso, we also coincided at oh a festival Oh my God, you guys Cuenca. played El Descanso? Yeah. 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 I was at, because I was going to ask before, because I'm like, I know that there's El Descanso and then there's uh, something El Diablo. I forget what it is. Saca El Diablo. Saca El Diablo. Saca like, El Diablo we haven't played, but I, it's a great festival both too. Both those festivals El Descanso amazing. is amazing. Cuenca really is beautiful. Wow. The crew there, Pablo uh, and Joaquin, the, the crew from El Descanso are just like the nicest guys and you said genuine. You, you said you played the first one? The second El Descanso. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. And we coincided there with La Máquina, I think Los Swing Original Monks. Sweet. Uh, La Madre Tirana, some incredible bands from Cuenca. Cool. Um, yeah, just one of those like great, great afternoons in Cuenca. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, we're going to listen to La Máquina Camaleón now. Uh, the song is called Motora, and uh, we'll be right back with more legs.
All right. And the track we just heard there is by a band called Yato. I don't know if it's a band or if an, an it's a, individual. It's a duo. Project. It's an amazing duo from Guayaquil. Oh, that's cool. But oh, they wow. also have uh, an incredible band called El General Villamil. So just a bunch of talented Get individuals. Get play. Yeah, absolutely. El General Villamil and Yato. Well, Two very different projects that have uh, great essence and just great energy. And Yato did a remix for Buddies. Oh, yeah. Well, I was about to mention yeah. that. Before we move on from that, uh, the, the track is called Pelo Largo. Again, this is by Yato. And yes, I wanted to go into this remix that they did because I, I, as I pulled up Buddies on Spotify, like you guys have a bunch of remixes from a bunch of different bands, and that's really cool. Um, yeah, two, two for now, but I think there might be another one brewing. Oh, I thought brewing. it was more than two. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Buddies. Sounds like a lot. Um, well... In a little bit, we're about to play the other band that did a remix. But um, so, tell us about how like how it came about, like other musicians remixing uh, legs. It, it was one of those where we were we knew we were going to release buddies in the near future. It took us maybe a little longer than we thought it was going to be. Uh, but in the process, I was very very much um, paying attention to what was going on in Ecuador, and and I somehow came across Yato because. I knew already about El General Villamil. They actually played with us one of the shows at Fediscos and just kind of like really dig Yato's vibe. It, it reminded me a little bit of uh, Taiko, this uh, ambience musician from California that I've been a, a big fan of and just kind of like shot in the dark, sent yeah. them a, an Instagram message um, wondering if they were into the idea of remixing Buddies for Legs and they immediately... Uh, jump on board and surprise us with a very cool cosmic treatment to to buddies. That's awesome. Yeah, just kind of like reaching out on Instagram. It does it does work. I mean, that's literally how I contact <laughs> half the bands that I've interviewed on. I here. feel like that's how I met you. Yeah. Uh, no, we met. No, no, we, we didn't. met. No. In person met in somewhere, person. and I was yeah. drunk, and I didn't really remember. Yeah. And then you messaged me after, and I was yeah. like, Oh yeah, he was nice. And then like we kicked exactly. It. Um, because I'm drunk everywhere. Um, well, that's really how I meet people. <laughs> it's, it's a great icebreaker. <laughs> Just pour alcohol on it. Um, so I wanted to ask. Um, uh, yes. So, um, so Buddies is the new single. Yato remixed it. And the next band that we're going to play in a little bit, I'll intro that later, uh, also remixed it. Um, and so obviously uh, your last full-length record is Altitude, and that came out in 2015, I believe? That's correct. So it's definitely time for that new shit. Um, are you guys working on a new album at the moment? Definitely working on new material. I think the idea of this band being bi-coastal, we had to figure out how is this going to work? Um, that was my follow-up question. <laughs> totally. We've been thinking about that for a while. So, But we figured out a way to collaborate. Um, Charlie grounded a, a hours of conversation of like process and how can we make it work. You should tell them a little bit about the system. Just the basic idea is that there's five members. Yeah. Everybody writes a demo that has flushed out to some degree of all the same caliber you could say yeah and then like within a five-week period you pass it like pass pass your song to the person on your right please <laughs> i mean and, that's, and it, it just, it's like a game of telephone actually i called it a legs board game because okay. it's like there's basic rules of how to do it but no, just to keep the process easy and moving and just fun but also like just to see if we could do it on two different coasts and and, and once something is relatively there you can like fine-tune it and polish it totally and then there's 
more steps and more steps. Yeah, but we've done two, two sessions rounds. of that, yeah. which come up with 10 songs. And mm-hmm. it's like interesting, awesome, workable material, which seemed pretty fast, actually. We're like, we yeah, they're like, the, I think what I like about it, it's rather than five of us working on one idea at a time, it's five ideas being developed by smaller collaborations because mm-hmm. every week is only a two-person collaboration type of thing. Um, which is great. And then we we've, we have some other uh, demos that uh, at one point were going to be an EP with buddies that are also kind of in in the same bucket when, when it comes time to pick songs for a new record. But yeah, the gold, I think, I'm going to put it out there in the world, is for Lex to have a new record in 2019. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. We'll definitely be looking out for it, and all of y'all should be looking out for them. Make sure that you're following everywhere. Obviously, we're not done yet. We'll do that part later. But <laughs> um, yeah, definitely definitely going to stay tuned. And I, and I was very curious about how this creative dynamic is working with you know three different cities you know, international borders. <laughs> yeah, there has uh, to be a process and, and parameters. This seems very organized. It seems like, and it's a great way to get everybody to contribute. It really is yeah. like, yeah, it's a game of telephone. It just evolves yeah. and evolves and evolves and yep. comes back around. I was like, look at that. And because yep. there, there's also time limitations. So you, you right. know, you have a week to contribute to this other person's idea. Uh, I think that also helps to like not really overthink uh, the composition process, which you, I think we've done in the past. Um, Capturing initial ideas is yeah. always the best thing. Yeah. Before you just water it down and talk about it for 25 minutes and before you know you're like, what were we talking about again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, week long is quick, it's easy. It's you just feel rushed, but you feel like you can at least put an idea down, which is all it's trying to do. We're not trying to like complete an entire song in a week. It's just... Get a solid yeah. good idea down is workable. Let it be organic. Let it flow. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, have, I have so many musician friends who like send me something and they'll be like, listen to that. And then like, what do you think? And, you know, I've been struggling so much and I'm like, take a break. Yeah. <laughs> like the moment you force that shit, it's going to sound forced, you know. Go just, for a yeah. walk. Yeah. <laughs> legit. Read a book. <laughs> that's, that's my writing process is like, I'll get something out and be like, all right, I'm stressed. I need to like drink totally. water. Yeah. This is when I'm going to go get something to eat. You know, just, just let it flow. Come back with fresh eyes, fresh ears and mm-hmm. let it, let it do what it does. That's been happening. Yeah. Luckily. Um, so, uh, the second remix of buddies also came, uh, from a, ba- a Mexican band actually called midnight generation. Uh, we're not going to play that. We're going to play an original track by the band, but, uh, I believe Charlie, you're the one who who threw their name in the ring here. Um, it, like, can you tell us about what can you tell us about Midnight Generation? We played with them in, in Mexico City. It was Imperial. El Imperial. Oh wow! Yeah. Wait, which is also which dead. is all, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. But it was awesome because like I'd never been to Mexico City before. I didn't yeah, know, I didn't know who we were playing with, and I kind of always liked the surprise of hearing them when I during a sound check. Yeah, and they were like playing before the show. I don't know if they were sound checking or just No, no, no. They, had, they were playing their set. We were walking in the venue and we all kind of look at each other. It's like, shit. Oh, you are, guys were are late. We are closing. <laughs> we well, yeah. It was one of those moments, you know, like, oh, shit. Maybe we should open up for them. <laughs> but yeah. it was awesome. They're a duo and they just nail it. Like, their, oh, really? Their sound is just incredible. Um, guitar and drums, vocals are great. Just fun dance. It's yeah. like new Daft Punk to me with Michael Jackson and it's just... Everything good. It sounds That's solid. Awesome. Dabacho y, y Fernando, uh, si están por ahí escuchando, les mandamos un, un abrazo y gracias por tomarse el tiempo y ponerle tanto, tanto cariño a, a Buddies. That's great, a great crew. 
That's a great intro right there. Yeah, I mean, Midnight Generation is definitely one of the big names that a lot of people are talking about in Mexico City. So uh, I will definitely be adding them to my list of, of, of bands yeah, to watch. Uh, cool. Well, we're going to listen to Young Girl. Again, this is Midnight Generation. Um, and we'll be right back uh, with our closing segment for Legs.
So the second track we just heard there is by a band called Alcaloides. Uh, that song is called Ella Viene del Futuro. Um, what can you tell me about Alcaloides? Alcaloides is another great band from Quito and in, in the scene down there. Uh, they always give me this uh, 
just like great energy. I've never seen them live actually, but I kind of want to. Like they're one of those bands that I hope mm-hmm. we can coincide one of these days to just catch their their live set. But I, I don't know. I hate to. We were just talking about this. Like hate to sort of like reference like who they <laughs> sound like, but I feel they give me these. Prisioneros meets okay. the Rapture. Okay. You know, so um, just a great, another great band from Quito that I think should be on people's radars. That's awesome. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and even off mic, we were still talking about Midnight Generation and how yeah. incredible that show that you, you all played with them was. And I, you know, I was curious. I mean, obviously, you've played Mexico, you've played Ecuador. Have you played anywhere else in Latin America? Mm, nope. No? Those are the two countries we've okay. been fortunate to. So share then, our music with. So then, my my I, I was curious because obviously, like you have a big following in Latin America, but you're mostly based in the U.S. and you've played, you've toured here, you've toured there. How does that affect your? Not, I don't want to say branding, but how maybe how you internalize your like what audience you're appealing to? Are you do you rather be focused? Do you kind of like the idea that everybody's spread out? I'm curious about about how you um, correlate all that. It's an interesting question. It's a complicated yeah, question. Yeah, complicated <laughs> question. <laughs> because we never really... I think to the core, we never think about an end goal when we mm-hmm. create music. We try to be content and happy and excited about what we're doing within the band. And then if people connect to it, amazing. But at the same time, we want to... Uh, we want to connect with as many as many people as possible, right. uh, knowing that we can be everything for everybody. Because um, you're you're neither a Latin band, <laughs> you're kind of you're, but you're not like a super gringo band either because of how much time you spend in Latin America. True. And obviously, like you have those roots and stuff. So it is kind of like a like a strange and complex balance. And again, I'm just I'm just curious, like. I, I'm, I'm an industry nerd, you know, and like mm-hmm. I don't just work in this. I'm genuinely curious to see like the different sort of paths that artists and bands take. Yes. And so that's why I'm, I'm that's what, where the question comes from, because I'm curious, like, how are you marketing yourselves? And like, you know, where are your analytics and da da da? You know, I'm like, I'm, I'm curious. We, we've to see always your talked about, here. you know, legs being music for the body type right. of thing. And like that kind of like keeps it open uh, for people who are not even down to dance, but down to like be moved and right. you know feel something at a uh, at a live show. We definitely feel like Legs um, became a band playing live uh, more than anything. But in terms of like analytics and like where we've shipped records and and gotten messages from, it's really spread out. We at, at the at the beginning with the EP and even today. There are so many plays in Italy. We've never played in Italy, but we know that potentially if we go, there is like a decent uh, fan, fan base. base really? Could, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, we've shipped records to Switzerland and Germany. Um, there was one summer where I had a friend who was in, in Moscow uh, doing a residency at some art uh, institution, and in the courtyard there was Top of the World playing, and... She taped it, right? Yeah, exactly. In Mo- like in freaking Moscow, you know, what is going it's like on? what is going on? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we're big in Japan. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. It's. Uh, I think like our analytics are definitely all over the place. All over the place, which is exciting and amazing. At the same time, really hard for us to go to all of these places and 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 tour. So. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say we're trying to focus on like Ecuador and Mexico right. and maybe the Pacific Northwest and West Coast in the U.S., but 
perhaps those are the sure, sure. spots that make sense in for for us in the future for festivals and and tour routes. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm at least really excited. I love you to guys, go to Italy. I'm I'm really excited <laughs> that you guys are paying attention to Latin America, and you know, like, I definitely hope yes. like a tour through Mexico happens at yeah. some point. Like I. You know, I'm nobody's fucking like booking manager, but I'm very happy to like connect you with the people who Thank can you. be. Um, you know, because uh, yeah, there's uh, it's one of the things like I, I'll notice like bands are kind of like just like outrageously disrespected here. Just like you know, like oh, come play for fifty bucks, and it's just like yeah, eh, for like an hour. It's just like I know drag queens that make more money than that, like for for two songs, you know, <laughs> um, and like, and they didn't have to work on an album for a year, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Like it's uh, challenging, especially if you're not like backed by a major or, yeah. you know, even a mid-level label, yeah. you know? I mean, and that's what, that's why I tell like sort of like artists in Latin America, I'm like, stop looking North, start, begin looking South. Like you may not make, well, depending on obviously where you are, but you know, like if you're coming from Chile, you'll probably make, I know bands who have like been like, U.S. venues are like, yeah, you can come play here, but we won't pay you. And it's like, what? Um, and so they'll just book a tour in Mexico and like they won't walk out, you know, rolling in it. But at least they made some money. They might be able to pay for the trip or something, you know? Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, it's about just the power of positive response. It's like, indeed. true. where do you want, where, where do you, where exactly. you wanted? Yeah. Where do, and I, yeah. I want to go play for those people. That I mean, I'm, I'm also like a believer that yeah. uh, if you put legs in front of an audience very likely will win them over yeah. there is that i don't know there's we enjoy playing music together that's you know one one thing that's for sure you know for me it's uh it's a way to to be close to my brother and i think it's sort of like the same for tito and jack you know there's like this family thing and yeah. we've we've become a family we are a family um uh, so I think that comes across. Yeah. Legs is for people who want to have a good time. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Definitely. And I yeah. feel I feel strongly about that. Before we do final wrap-ups, uh, and I almost forgot about this, um, like I, d- I don't know you very well, Charlie, but I'm going to ask you about your hustle in a second. But I know, Juan, you are a visual artist um, and also known for your work, like yes. your illustrations, or how, how, would, you, how would you describe your, your work? Um, drawing Under the Influence is my series of... Uh, <laughs> site-specific installations, just like some large meditative drawings, uh, abstract drawing uh, that I've been working on for a few years, parallel to le- to legs. Uh, just another side of me, a different side, but uh, very much part of who I am. So Yeah, because you do a lot of like graphic design work as well. And yeah, come from graphic design. I did a lot of design for other you know, musicians and, and other artists, a lot of filmmakers. I've been doing a lot. Uh, Film posters, for yeah. sure, yeah. And you recently did a sort of a live drawing installation at New Latin Wave, New Latin which was Wave. very cool. Yeah, that was a great, great uh, afternoon. And through the New Latin Wave, uh, I think slowly I'm connecting the dots. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't think we met at the New Latin Wave last year, but I no, definitely remember no. seeing you at the New Latin <laughs> Wave. Well, how could you not? I looked amazing. Um, <laughs> This year, I, I I did the I did the drawing and did the work and connected with so many people. Uh, one of those is Fabi Fab, which uh, it's a it's a great soul and great great human. Shout out walking, to La Familia, walking around the earth, making some magnificent art too. That's a, that's yeah. awesome. Um, Charlie, do you have any like side hustles worth uh, that you feel like promoting uh, um, here today? I'm always everyone's got a hustle, right? It's New York City. Charlie Bakes. Yeah, I have, I have a. 
Are you a baker? I'm a baker. That's amazing. Chuck's That's bake so shop. fucking cool. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I work in, worked in restaurants always, my entire life almost. Um, you said it was Chuck's Bake Shop? Chuck's Bake Shop. That's awesome. I sell some pies to local bars and restaurants, and it's pretty fun. That's incredible. I love this. I heard chocolate mousse. Yeah, I made some chocolate mousse yesterday. Hot. Make one of my buddy's bar, Maloco. And you went to like to, to school for like um, you know, uh, like culinary school and stuff no. like that? No, you just I grew here. up just knowing how to like follow recipes, read directions, how to work in a kitchen, and just kind of like honestly, one day I was really hungover. Really, really hungover. That's and you're like, and I, and I want a cake. I literally, I wanted a cheesecake. <laughs> really? And I was like, I can do it. I looked it up. I Googled it, looked it up, went to the store, got the ingredients, and I made it. And I was like, that's pretty good. I can do better, though. And that kind of just perpetuated itself to then I was like. And you were like using all your friends as guinea pigs. And then yeah, you were like, I, no, yeah. stop it. <laughs> I still do. Because I, I have like two slices of something and I'm good. And I'm like, you want this? You want this? I can't eat it. I'm going to gain like 500 pounds. Yeah. I'm so happy I cannot bake. <laughs> <laughs> like you would have roped into, oh gotten roped gosh. into that. Yeah, um, that's awesome. That's that. Uh, see, I like I love like indie day jobs because like I always like I, I see musicians as like Batman, and then like I'm so interested <laughs> in their Bruce Wayne's. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like I always like I one of like the biggest producers, the electronic producers in Mexico is like a dentist. And, Amazing. You know, it's just, like, and he's like the dentist in Tijuana. <laughs> like everybody's like, oh shit, you know. Um, that's so funny. Yeah. And everybody like everybody's side hustle is so interesting. You know? Not sure I can beat that. That's I, so great. I love that. Uh, all right, cool. Well, um, before we play out with the final song, uh, this is going to be by Legs. Uh, if you guys could tell us where, tell our audience where they can listen to Legs, where they can follow you all on social media, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So we are all over the social networks, and you can find us pretty much on anything via Feel Legs. So on, on Instagram okay. as feel as F E E L feel legs uh, on Instagram we're on we're on Facebook uh, our website is feellegs.com uh, same on YouTube and you know Spotify Apple Music we're on we're on we're on all of the major platforms and people can purchase Absolutely. your records not yes. just stream them yeah? yeah yeah you can stream them you can buy them um, do you guys have like I believe our vinyl like is oh, really is sold out maybe there are a few like stores that have uh vinyls of altitude but the band like in our personal storage is definitely sold out fantastic yeah that's there's a great some problem like to have. that's a great problem. and i know <laughs> yeah if, we, if uh, i think we're we should start saving up for the next press um small it's batches, a great problem small to have batches yeah, are not a, absolutely. that's you know like i'm i I don't really like buying new vinyls, but like often like I'll go to a gig mm-hmm. and, and you know, and if it's like the band is cool and I want to support, you know, like if they don't have a t-shirt or something, maybe, or like if I have, I don't dig the t-shirt, I'll buy a vinyl cause yeah. it's a great souvenir, you know? And like you can use it, you know? Totally. Yeah. It's been a while. We ran out of altitude vinyls. I think that, again, like there's some stores that have a copy or two, uh, somewhere in uh, around Brooklyn yeah. and uh, in Quito, I think there's a store that has a few, but uh, yeah, feel legs, um, feel legs.com. That's awesome. Keep in touch. Absolutely. Connect. Instagram. Instagram. Uh, do you have any like personal social media that you feel like, like plugging? If you don't, we move on. I think I'm good. No? Uh, Juan Miguel Marin. Oh, if for you're your interested drawing. in the drawings, yeah. yeah. Of uh, reach out. 
be connected. Thank you for having us. Of yeah, course. Such a, no, I mean, thank you for being here. And, such and a I'm great thing so to be here. sorry that a, a rapper in Spain delayed us today. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, and obviously we are Song Mess on everything. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all at Song Mess. You can always email us directly at songmessmusic at gmail.com. So feel free to submit, you know, new music, new discoveries. We've met quite a few listeners uh, and guests over over that medium, and we've tried to highlight some people that way. So please be in contact with us. Um, you can help support Songmess financially by going to our little online store. That's songmess.threadless.com. We have T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, bags, fucking mugs, uh, all of it. Like, help us sell out. We really want to be Kanye West out here selling you garbage T-shirts. So very uh, <laughs> important. Everyone should support Song Songmess. It's uh, uh, I'm going to say it. You are doing a great thing for a lot of musicians and very diverse and different scenes around, uh, well, for now, Latin America, but who knows? Maybe next year you're traveling via or through Europe, connecting connecting other musicians and other s scenes. And I think, um, I don't know, more humans like you in the world, you know? Less like me, please. I, I like to be. No. The, I'd like to be the only me. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. You know what but I mean. Thank you. Thank you, know you, you so mean? much. And I completely understand. It's and, an and, important thing. And I agree. I'm awesome. Um, <laughs> no, but thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, look, the Latinos are everywhere, and we're doing crazy, cool shit. And you know, like I always had this idea that like Latin music was strictly like salsa and reggaeton and da 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 and you know, obviously that's stupid. But like when I realized that there were cool people doing cool things here that like are just different, you know, like yeah. that always deserves a platform. So I'm, I'm very happy to be doing this. Well, you I'm connect happy. those dots and it's very important. And I'm know. happy that people are willing to share their stories with me. So again, thank you so much guys for being thank here. You. Thank you. We have one final song. It's called high time by legs. Any intro that, uh, the song that you want to give this song? It's, it's one of the, yeah, those first statements, you know, it's how, how we became, a band playing high time a lot. It wrote itself. I have no idea. Why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Works for me. All right. So again, this is high time by legs. Make sure you follow this band everywhere. Listen to their shit, share it, show up to the gigs. This is how you support independent music. My name is Richard Villegas and we'll catch you guys next time. Ciao. Ooh.
went wrong, what went wrong, what went wrong, hollow, hollow. Each place to make your own wrong, wrong. Funny is everybody here supposed to be hit. Hands up above your head. Wow, your eyes so red. No fuss, no worry, just because your vision's blurry. I can tell you what I see. I can see that you're not listening. Oh, right then, say that now. Wow, your head's so hot. I said, oh, right then, say that now. Your head so hot, I said, hold right there, say that the Bible. Your head so hot, I said, hold right there, say that the Bible. Your head so hot, I said, hold right there, say that the Bible. Your head so Push and baby, come on. So sick of saying goodbye.